You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, your favorite pop and geek culture show where two's company and three's a crowd. I'm Sam. And I'm Josh. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's get into some things we've been checking out. And Josh, I hope you have a ton of things you've checked out. Uh, Awesome. (laughs) That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Well, let's see here. I watched Kong Skull Island. Okay. I really, really liked it. I've heard good things about it. It's a really, it's a really good movie. Mm. Like not even taking like King Kong into like account. It's just a good movie. Like it's a good action movie. It started off like a little slow. Well, like, most Kong movies do. Well, yeah, for like two seconds. Like, but then like as soon as like it hits, it's like boom. Okay. And there's so many good actors in it. See, that's the one with Sam Jackson and Samuel Jackson, John Goodman, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston, yeah. Is it set in modern day or no. is it no? It's, it's not. Set, okay. It's set in the seventies. Okay, interesting. Like right at the around the end of Vietnam. Oh, okay. All right. Samuel Jackson is a uh, in the army, and like Nixon's like pulling people out of like Vietnam and stuff. Okay. And, this is, and like his his platoon's mission or whatever is like this to be the military escort for uh, a scientific expedition to a a, a difficult to get to island. Okay. And uh, John Goodman works for a group called Monarch, but not that Monarch. The Monarch. <laughs> I always mm-hmm. need a good Venture Brothers reference. Absolutely, anyway, yeah. But it, the, it's kind of like a, he kind of pulls like the wool over a little bit, and it's kind of more of a, I'm proving that giant monsters exist kind of thing. Okay. Now, this is set in the same universe as the- uh, uh, The newest American Godzilla Godzilla, film. yeah. Yes. Because this King Kong is going to fight that- Godzilla at some point. There's going to be a crossover. There's actually a pretty sweet all the way to the end of the credit scene. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Where they make all the connections. Very good. Very cool. But uh, the movie's really good. The action's really good. The special effects, every, everything just looks really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, John C. Riley's in it. Oh, excellent. As a World War II soldier who's been stranded on the island for, oh. since World War II. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, so is he old age makeup or is it like time doesn't no work? no he um he looks older he's oh in the beginning of the well, movie, i guess 70s it wouldn't be that far 30 something years yeah okay and yeah that makes sense all right yeah like he um it shows the very beginning of the movie a an american pilot and a japanese pilot mm-hmm. crash on the island and they're kind of like fighting it out like on on a beach or whatever mm-hmm. when you get like your first glimpse of kong cool yeah and so he plays the older version of the american pilot Oh, okay. That's that. That's cool. He's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, like, John C. Riley. Like, like, uh, I don't think people give John C. Riley like enough like credit. No, he's a very competent actor. Like a lot of times, you mostly see him just kind of in goofy roles, mm-hmm. either with like Will Ferrell or like or Robot Chicken stuff. Yeah. Not Robot Chicken. Um, Adult Swimmy stuff. Yeah. But um, You're, he was yeah. He's a very competent actor. He was in um Chicago the musical where he played a very like serious like really melancholic kind of role Mm -hmm. in that and yeah that that was actually my first uh introduction to john c Riley. so when he would pop up in more comedic stuff i would go really him but now it's kind of a given yeah yeah but yeah he uh he has like these flashes where he's serious and he's excited to see people 
But then he also has like these other moments where he, you could, even though he's not really been alone on the island. Yeah. He hasn't been around like his own people, but he has like these flashes where he's, he's almost got, um, what, what do you call, uh, uh, um, like isolation syndrome. Okay. Sure. Where you like been alone for so long, you're kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like an I am legend or a, a, a castaway kind of stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> There's like some points where he's like he's like like he's like laughing and stuff with people and like slapping all these sh- these soldiers on the back and whatnot for seeing him and stuff. Then he's like, "We're all gonna die." <laughs> no, that's that that's cool. Uh, but it's some it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you could definitely see some of the um, what do you want to call it uh, influences from the other Godzilla film. Oh, okay. Like on some of the more monstery fights. Gotcha. There's so, kind of some similar cinematography style mm-hmm. kind of things it's, it's just a good movie good it's really good it's really good movie you end up really disliking um samuel jackson sure in the movie. okay but I, I really enjoy it and i can't wait for the next like installment within this greater kaiju monster universe oh yeah and it's it's going to be godzilla 2 and from what i understand they're introducing uh mothra and rodan and ghidra mm-hmm. all in that one and that's a lot of stuff basically monster island yeah and that's i'm in i'm still i'm wondering if they're still going to say that ghidra's from space though uh maybe that would be cool Mm -hmm. but uh that movie is movie's so good i really like i was hesitant about it i kept hearing good things about it and then i just kind of went on the whim and i rented it and i was like oh man i love this movie and then i went (laughs) out and bought it yeah cool very cool well let's see one of the things i checked out i can't talk about it I haven't seen enough of it to really talk about it, but I watched the first ten minutes or so of the Tick oh. TV series that's on Amazon. Like I've heard, Prime. I've heard it's kind of dark, but I've also heard it's kind of funny. It's from what I've heard, from what I've seen, it's very funny, and it does kind of take a darker t- slant in every aspect except the Tick, which the, the is tick fine. Stick sticks out like a sore thumb, <laughs> like really hard from what I've seen. But uh, beyond that, it's uh, I don't know. It seems very good. Um, I like the cast quite a bit. I think Peter Serafinowicz nails the tick from mm-hmm. what I've seen. I don't know. Again, I can't really get into it. How do you feel yeah. comparing it to say, to say like the Warburton tick? Uh, or is are they just too different? The Warburton tick was very cartoony. Yeah, like a live action rendition of the tick cartoon. Yeah, and it was very... Each episode was standalone. Mm-hmm. Like there was no overarching plot from episode to episode where this definitely has a... Like there's a story there going on. There is a story that, that carries along all six episodes of mm. the series. And it's, it's only six episodes. So okay. I mean, I'm going to finish it up this weekend. Like, easy. But yeah, uh, this, it's a little more in line with like how the Marvel Netflix series are going and like the serialized kind of shows. Mm. So you can't jump in on episode three and know what's going on. Yeah, really. okay. But... Again, it's only six episodes, yeah. and they're like half hour, forty five minutes. So it's not that it's not that much. I keep, I still keep thinking that the guy who plays Arthur is Leonard from Oh Big Bang Theory, and I think they did that for a reason. I think they purposely made him look and cast a guy that looks just like yeah, what's uh, his what, name? Whatever his uh, name Jared, is, Jared. Uh, he was on Roseanne. Uh, no, I uh, I I like it from what I've seen. I haven't seen much, but. I'm an easy tick mark. So true. This is true. It's it would have to be something really, really out of left field for me to not enjoy it. Let's be honest. Do any of like the like kind of tickish catchphrases make it in? 
Not that I've seen. That's not to say that they won't. Mm. Um, so he's not like running around yelling spoon. That or... was a that was a cartoon. That was, that was just that the was cartoon wholly, thing. Yeah, okay. that was wholly um, built from the cartoon. Okay. Uh, no, he didn't have really have anything like that. Does he have like the super heroic cheesy monologue-y kind of stuff? Yeah. From again, from what I've seen, yes. Yeah. Like evil is a foot fungus and I'm the cream or something S- like stuff. Very <laughs> in, in the same kind of vein. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. There is, and I, I've only seen trailers, like little snippets of this, but they do kind of reference back to the Wharton, Warburton a little bit. There is a uh, almost fight scene between the Tick and this guy that has just like a bunch of swords and hatchets mm-hmm. and stuff, and he's voiced by Warburton. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think he's in the suit, but I think they just they got pulled Warburton. his voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's a take on the Tick fighting like a very Punisher esque style like character punisher or like deathstroke from arrow or whatever mm. that style of kind of su- super edge kind of character <laughs> edgelord yeah. edgelord edge, guy yeah yeah but oh, um, man being a knife guy and if his name was edgelord that would be kind of uh, great yeah <laughs> uh but no i i'll have a full review of it next week mm-hmm. uh, because i'm definitely going to knock it out this weekend but uh from what i've seen it's really enjoyable if you have uh amazon um if you have prime then you'll have the uh, Amazon TV or te- Amazon yeah, movies yeah. service that everyone forgets to use. <laughs> so you might as well use like, it. Like, I this. keep thinking about signing up for it, but it's like that $100 like drop for the year. Kind See, of- I pay 10 bucks a month for it. Oh, you can do that? Uh, I got in on a special deal. Oh. So, yeah, I, I just pay 10 bucks a month. I mean, I end up paying more for the year, but it's a little easier to swallow than 100 bucks All in one chunk. Yeah, oh, man, that's the one thing that kind of keeps me away from doing it is like if they had like a monthly service fee, I'd probably be all over it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the other thing I checked out and I talked about this two weeks ago um, and kind of gave it a lukewarm review was the 3DS game Metopia. Uh, mm-hmm. You um, almost said Mitomo. Yeah, that, that <laughs> sucks. Mitomo sucks. But Metopia, last time we I talked about it and I'm not going to go into it again this time because it's same concept. Yeah, I you remember know, you RPG. said I remember you said charming but not worth the full price i rescind the not worth the full price portion of that Mm. review it's um it's it's still like baby's first rpg it's kind of light in that area but the story and the world that it builds is much larger than i had anticipated Mm. i was really kind of anticipating about 20 15 to 20 hours worth of gameplay and when you beat the final boss it unlocks the second half of the game Oh yeah, like there's four other levels, like lands to traverse to fight an even bigger final boss, and then after that, it unlocks two more giant. Jeez, like, yeah. But wait, there's more. Uh, basically, yeah, and it also has uh, an achievement system in uh-huh. it. There are like 250, 260 ish. Um, like achievements to get. I hate that. I hate it when like I'm playing a game. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm having fun. Oh, you're putting a collector mentality in this. There is, and uh. and the um, weapon and armor system has a collectability, is part of the collection kind of mentality. Same thing with, um, you get, it's hard to explain, but every after every level, you get a chance to eat, your character eats food, and it bumps up one of their stats, mm. and... Um, the diff- you get the different foods from the different monsters, mm-hmm. and there's three tiers to each food for mm. each monster type, and one of the uh, achievements is you've collected every type of food in the game, which is difficult. Is the achievement called Flavortown? It should be. <laughs> yeah. But 
it's the game's charming. It's the dialogue's funny enough, although at some points it starts kind of getting repetitive oh, a little bit. Well, it happens with RPGs. Yeah. And the battle system is super light to the point where you can just kind of set it on auto mode and uh, hold down the fast forward button and mm. kind of when you get kind of bored with it, you just kind of blow through a couple of levels. But uh, there is one, th- one of the achievements is you've um, traversed every path on every level in the game, Oof. which means a lot of them, you have to go back and play the same level like two or three times because the, the main screen's like an auto runner. And then at some points you have to choose like left or right. But to get the achievement, you have to choose both left and then go back and do the same thing and choose right. Mm. I mean, to do that, you end up at a level where there's never really a problem with boss fights. Oh, yeah. I think I've had a... The grind. Yeah, there's really no... It's it's a good way to mask grinding in a way of, you know, going through and just unlocking all the paths to all the, and the routes. And all of the game. Seeing all the game, yeah. So, in that sense, it's not that bad. But, yeah, it's worth the money. I think it's worth the money. I think... I still wish the game would have come out earlier in the uh, 3DS um, lifetime. Yeah, it feels... I don't want to say it feels wasted on the 3DS. Yeah. But maybe maybe it could have been a Switch title kind of thing. It could have. I think it would have had to have been a little meatier to be put on the Switch. If this, would have, if this game would have been put on the Switch, it either would have needed a little more content or it would have gotten um, derided as just being fluff yeah uh and like not good but it's but it stands as a 3ds title it stands it has legs as a 3d title the 3ds title yeah i don't know i really don't have anything else to say about it but at least hey you're having fun with it i had i'm having fun with it and i don't feel cheated that's good i i spent money wisely on Hmm. this one i think so unlike me in arms (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah arms oh man yeah uh oh speaking of switch Yes. I got Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Okay, how is it? It's actually kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it, I don't want to admit it, because I hate the rabbits so oh, much. Oh, they're awful. Yeah, those little screaming rabbit things. Yeah, they're the, they are the video game equivalent of minions. Yeah, they really are. But it, the game's fun. Yeah. It's XCOM. Yeah. See, I, m- I didn't play XCOM, so. It is a tactical team, I don't want to say shooter, mm-hmm. but... You have you know like weapons. You have, mm-hmm. you have guns. Mario with a gun is weird. Um, yeah. It's like a tactical RPG, but instead of running up and slashing people, you shoot at them with with the guns. Yeah, and there's like a cover based system kind of thing if right. you can hit. Right. Um, I finally got to the point in the game after the first. I want to say it's almost like a break point. Mm-hmm. It's not quite through the first world, but it allows you to go to your base. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, switch out your weapons and stuff, mm-hmm. which is Peach's castle. Or actually right outside Peach's Castle. Uh, the game is, like, the world they build is weird. Because, like, the opening cinematic thing is not set in the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh. It's set in a, uh, a, a kind of a, I don't want to say amateur tinkerer, because they make it sound like she is a very competent mechanical engineer. hmm Slash mad scientist. Okay. Who is also a huge Nintendo fan. She has, like, Nintendo, like, toys and posters and stuff, like, all over her walls and whatnot. Okay. Well, she's part of the Rabbids part of the universe. Okay, so she's from Rayman. I don't know. She, technically. Technically, yes. Okay. Um, but the she walks out of the room, and then the Rabbids show up in their washing machine, time machine thing, and interacts weird with her equipment. 
Mm. And it sucks them into the Mushroom Kingdom. Well, it sucks the rabbits themselves into the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, okay. And some of her inventions, which includes this device that melds things together. Mm. And that's like the big overarching story is because of the influence of the rabbits and this weird technology, it's ripping apart the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, okay. It's it, it's weird. It's really hard to explain because it's so goofy. But the game itself is really good. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. And some of the rabbit characters aren't garbage, <laughs> which makes me really hate it more. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, um, so far, um, can, you can like you can switch out people on your team and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I haven't found any new team members yet. Mm. So right now I've got Mario, Rabid Peach. Okay. Who is basically just a rabid in a Princess Peach cosplay. Cos- yeah, sure. Who takes selfies all the time. She's always like pulling out her phone and like doing like selfie oh, stuff. And uh, Rabid Luigi. Okay. And when you actually meet Princess Peach, like the real Princess Peach, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rabid Peach gets all like indignant. Oh, really? <laughs> like looks her up and down. It's like... <laughs> and like the little robot companion you have with you that's mm-hmm. from the girl's lab lab yeah uh it's like sorry rabid peach really takes her cosplay really seriously oh my gosh that's funny <laughs> but you can find all kinds of different guns mm-hmm. uh for the and but they're like specific for different characters okay sure like i've got like ones for mario ones for louis rabbit luigi and ones for rabbit peach no that makes sense yeah um but the game's god the game's actually kind of fun there's like a whole like team based system like where like you use this character almost like um uh uh Chrome Squad. Uh, okay, I was just gonna say if it was kind of in that vein. Yeah, like it allows you to do like team jumps and stuff. Okay, cool. very Chroma Squad esque mm-hmm. to get, get further distance and actually still have actions left to go do stuff. Gotcha. Okay. And different guns you find will have bonus effects against certain enemies. Sure. Um, That's pretty standard with those. Yeah, kind of yeah, games, yeah. Though. You collect coins and whatnot as you go mm-hmm. to fund more stuff, to, items to collect. Some of the humor is actually kind of decent, and it makes me angry. <laughs> like I found this uh, this rabid gun. Like it's a gun that looks kind of like a rabid, mm-hmm. and it said something like, um, "Much like Van Gogh," because everyone's got like a little write up, mm-hmm. and it said, "Much like Van Gogh, the rabbits." choose to design things to reflect their own tortured something or whatever. Oh, geez. I'm like, oh, I don't want to like that joke. <laughs> no, I'm, but I'm not terribly deep into it. I'm probably like an hour and a half or so into it. Mm, I'll okay. probably play it a little more today. Oh, cool. But I like it. Yeah, Um, good. Are you going to get the uh, DLC? I already got it. Oh, really? Yeah, it came with it. A code oh, for it. Oh, it did. The, oh, okay. The, the pixel pack Ah, for right. the pixel weapons. Yeah which is what I'm using right now, and I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because they're a little more powerful than the stuff I'm finding right now. Nice. It's always nice when the DLC gives you like a little extra... Edge. Yeah. Which I'm sure... Early levels. Which I'm sure it'll level out. Oh, sure. It will. They always do. Because I'm um, I'm now finding enemies that can do similar things to what I can do. Okay. Rather yeah. than me just stomping on guys that can only move and shoot. Yeah. But now I'm getting guys that can jump around and whatnot. <laughs> and like the different... Like when you're moving around the world, there are like different things to find, like chests here and there. Mm-hmm. And, different paths to find different things. There's a lot of like little collectible stuff mm. you can find. Um, but the battlefields themselves, when you find them, I'm now reaching to the point where it's not just flat land with cover in areas now that's like, I can jump up here and shoot down to here, but I'm covered from up here. And 
takes a lot of more thinking into it. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool at least. There's also a mode called um when you reach a battlefield, it's it's called a um like tactic table or something like that. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it allows you to like hold a button and see where your moves like how far you can go from here or how far you can shoot from here kind of stuff. Okay. Kind of helps you plan a little bit. But yeah, um I'm having fun with it. It makes me more excited for like you know, I need more Mario stuff in my life right now. Okay, yeah. Because so far, all we've really had is Mario Kart. Yeah. Well, Odyssey, here in about a month and a half. I know, and I'm like super excited. I'm ready for it. Yeah. That's probably going to be the last game I buy for the year, so it's going to have to be really super good. Well, yeah. I'm hearing hearing it's very open-worldy kind of thing. That's good. I think it's the last big title, really. It really is. Well, going into Christmas season, you know, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on myself. No, I'm completely there with you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, it's gonna have to be really good. So. I think I yeah, I think I've gotten like every big launch title so or every big Switch title so far. For the most part, same here. Like I don't have I don't I don't have Binding of Isaac. That, but that's not really that was a launch title, but it wasn't. I wouldn't call it like a big title. I wouldn't put it on the same level as like Breath of the Wild or oh, no. Splatoon or something like that. Yeah, but I've got all those. I got Breath of the Wild. I got Splatoon. I've got uh, Mario Kart. Um, arms. Arms. <laughs> yeah, arms. I'm just wondering if I should just trade the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it, it's eventually going to pick back up once people stop playing Splatoon. That game kind of got buried by Splatoon 2. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, well, it also, they didn't, like, really super support it either. They're going to for the next couple years. That's good. That's good, and I'm excited for that. Um, so far right now with Splatoon is they've been, like, leaking out every, like, week or two weeks or so. Like, we actually got our first new map. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but it looks really cool. And they've had new guns every couple. Pretty regularly. But that's yeah. but that's how they did with Splatoon 1. Mm-hmm. They have those kind umbra- of drip to stuff for the, yeah. over the they have over this um- year or two. This umbrella shotgun that's kind of nuts. Yeah, I've l- been looking at that. It's weird. It, it's like a completely different weapon. Yeah. Like the way... It, and it has it a shield. It kind of acts as kind of a shield a little bit yeah. as well, if right? You, um, yeah, if, if you... Yeah, if you can sit there and hold it and... Mm-hmm. It, and it puts the umbrella out, and you can like block shots and whatnot with it. But if you hold it for a certain amount of time, it launches the umbrella part. Oh, okay. In a straight line that paints the paints oh, the line as it goes. Cool. Okay. So you can use it as like a push. Okay. Because it'll help, like you run behind it, and, but you can still shoot even after the umbrella has been ejected. Oh, right on. All right. Excellent. Or you can follow the umbrella like swimming through the ink. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool weapon, but the range is super short. Oh, it is? Yeah, like I said, it's very much a shotgun. Okay. Interesting. Well, the video game equivalent to a shotgun. Yeah. I'm interested in checking it out, honestly. I haven't jumped into Splatoon in a while. So. Yeah, there's a there's a Splatfest this weekend, but I'm not going to be able to play it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, this so. is it's, it's, a, it's the invisibility versus flight. Oh, flight. I know, right? Yeah. I feel like invisibility is a wasted power. Yeah. But I think also that might be like the adult in me. It's like... I could fly somewhere. That means I don't have to drive. I don't have to drive. Don't have to spend money on gas. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're quick enough, you don't have to spend. You know, you can get, sell your car, not have car insurance. You know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's the it's the I'm a boring adult thing in me. Teleportation You'll, is like the best power. Yeah. As exactly. Far as I'm concerned. Exactly. Yeah. Just to instantly be wherever I need to be. 100. percent Yeah. Even though I'd probably still be late places. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would miss ten <laughs> things. Sure. Oh, without a doubt. Um, there's one last thing that I can, I guess I could talk about a little bit. Um, 
so there's um, on Kickstarter, there's been a couple of these. Uh, there's a guy named Ben Salvi. He's been going through and he's been finding old, like original film canisters of classic B movies. He did one hmm. for, he did the Manos, the Hands of Fate okay. restoration. His second um, uh, project finally, after like almost, God, I don't want to say almost three years Jeez. in production, um, finally, I finally received it. It's the Atomic Brain. Ooh. Um, also known as Monstrosity. Um, he didn't know that it was called that until he found, was going through the old negative and found different like deleted scenes oh, and okay. different title cards for the same movie. So it's you, there's actually both versions of the film, hmm. like the monstrosity cut and the atomic brain cut. Hmm. Um, got that on Blu-ray as a back reward from Kickstarter after like like I said like three years. I had forgotten I'd backed it <laughs> to be uh, to be perfectly honest, but uh, the cut is pristine. Mm. It's kind of crazy that um, a movie that old could look so good. A movie that old and this that cheesy can look better than like some movies today. Atomic Brain is basically this guy. This mad scientist is ex- experimenting on with turning animals into people and also um, putting the brains of people into like the animal people bodies. Mm. It's just mad science. So it's not like it's not like like Island of Doctor Moreau. Not really, because he's not. I guess he's not really turning people, animals into people, but he's like putting cat brains into people mm. and making like cat people hybrid and like gorilla people hybrid. It's Ew. weird. It's okay. a it's a weird old B B sci fi movie. It's a drive in movie, but it's enjoyable. They they did it on Mystery Science Theater years and years years ago. But uh, which would be why you got it? Well, sure, yeah, it's uh, absolutely. But it's a uh, it's a really solid B sci fi movie. I think uh, definitely worth having the restoration. I hmm. would say more so than Manos. As much as I love Manos and how cheesy bad that is, this one's worth was worth the restoration. I think. Okay, it's really about it. I it's <laughs> it's bad. Go watch it. It's probably going to end up on Netflix or Hulu or something here in the next six months because that's what happened with uh, Manos. Mm-hmm. It got a short run on Netflix, I believe. Mm. So this one will probably have a similar kind of setup. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we get back, uh, we'll talk about a little bit of news. Prepare thyself.
Okay, we're back. That was Zelda Melody by Lindsey Sterling. Why'd we play that, Josh? Because Why'd we do this? why we do this? I'll tell you why we do this. One, I really enjoy her music. Yeah. Two, it's uh, it's geeky, and it's Zelda, and she's a very talented violinist. She is. She is. I, I'll be honest. I know her more as a commentator from the React channel and the Fine Brothers oh. stuff. I haven't listened to a ton of her music, but I like that track. Quite a bit. Yeah, she it's came cool. to she came to Columbus a couple years ago. I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I think she's popped up over at the um, Nerdy Nummies YouTube channel, which is a guilty pleasure uh, channel YouTube channel that I watch. Yeah, yeah, um, the geeky um, food stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the baking show. It's like uh, mm-hmm. oh, what's her name, Julia Child. But, oh yeah, but like geek themed snacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of YouTube. Uh, let's get into a little bit of news. Our first one is, uh, more tech news than anything, which is kind of rare for us. I would say, uh, YouTube has been slowly rolling out their YouTube TV service. It is a live TV service that you can put on your phone. And I would imagine like Roku and, uh, set, uh, TV box streaming box. Yeah. Probably most things that support a YouTube app. Yes. And here within the last, I would say, week or so, it has become widely available in the uh, Central Ohio area. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. It's uh, an interesting alternative to standard cable. Yep. More more cord-cutting options. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 35 bucks a month. This isn't an ad, by the way. Yeah. We're not getting paid or anything for this. Um, but it's just something worth noting. If, uh, if you've been missing your like live TV... One of the things that it does, which I think is really cool, is it has unlimited storage for... DVR. DVR. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so you you can set it to record certain shows at certain times. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, let's do a list of uh, channels here. Yeah, let's do the channels. Um, we actually looked this up like right before recording um, because I wanted to get an actual list of what is available. Um, it's a pretty decent list. It's a decent list, yeah. We have uh, Fox Sports Ohio and Fox Sports Ohio Plus, which is good. ABC6, uh, ABC6, Channel 10, and 28, yep. all so like, live stream, so you'll actually be able, you could actually watch local news, mm-hmm. which is probably the most old man thing I think I've ever said, but I've really, <laughs> I've, being without cable for the last couple of years, I have missed kind of being in the know in local news and weather and things like that mm-hmm. i kind of miss being able to sit down and watch the news yeah i, I don't know i'm i don't yeah. I, I think it's something we take for granted when we're growing up is like oh man news uh so boring but now we're adults yeah yeah right and now we have to care yeah um see there's nbc but not live so i don't think you're gonna get uh your um nightly news from mm-hmm. there yeah but there are other options uh espn cw but no live uh fs um fox sport fs1 what is that let me look that up. Uh, FS1, whatever that is. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, USA, FX, Freeform, NBC, SN. Not a clue. Nope. Nope. Nothing. ESPN2, ESPNU, FS2, uh, Disney Channel. E. E, Bravo, Oxygen. A bit, that's Big Ten. Big Ten Network. Yep. So you can watch your OSU games yep. when they're not locked out. From well, that's areas. also on ESPNU, too, because yeah. that's also university sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, SEC Network, ESPN News, Universo, which is the... Um, um, Hispanic. His, yeah, Hispanic um, NBC yep. channel. CBS Sports, FXX. So you can watch Archer. Yeah, your <laughs> tennis channel. Oh, boy. 
Let's watch some tennis. Hey, what time does uh, Sean Connery get to Wimbledon? Tennis. Tennis. That's it. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, Disney Junior, Disney XD, which is good. Yes. You want to watch your... DuckTales, uh, DuckTales and stuff like Star that. Star Wars, all the good stuff. By the way, can I just say I've hated the sci-fi logo ever since they changed it. Oh, like, Siffy? Oh, yeah, away from the, the Saturn with the sci-fi logo. Yeah, I've hated it since they've changed it from S-C-I-F-Y to S-Y-F-Y. It's stupid. Yep. It's very dumb. That has been a that has been an anger-inducing thing for me for years now. Yeah, yep. Anyway, let's keep going here. Fox News? Uh, MSNBC, Fox News, ABC, CNBC. Is that ABC or a- AMC? That's AMC. I said AMC. Yep. You yeah. said ABC. I did? Yep. Well, AMC. That's so it means you get your walking deads. Yeah. Well, uh, Fox Business, National Geographic, uh, FX Movies, Sprout. So if you have kids, that's cool. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just a really great spread of stuff here. There is. Um, let's just, there's not a whole bunch here, so I'm just going to yeah. roll through the rest. Olympic Channel, IFC, so you can watch Portlandia. Yep, which is the uh, the independent film channel. Yep, that's right. Uh, Nat Geo Wild, uh, Sundance TV, Chiller, which is a really cool B uh, B horror movie channel. Kind of just horror movies in general, really. Yeah. Not necessarily just B. Yeah, true. Oh, I'm I'm thinking of Meteor. Yeah, Meteor is the B the B movie. I wish that was on here. Chiller's more like kind of like your generic horror stuff that you see like all the time. Uh, yeah, I would watch the hell out of some Meteor if that was on here. That would be great. The Golf Channel, uh, YouTube Red Originals, which is interesting because YouTube Red is their other pay-for service, service, and that's ten bucks a month for like exclusive shows that are shows only on that. that. Are only on that, so you can pay thirty-five bucks and get. You're basically paying twenty-five bucks plus YouTube Red, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Uh, WeTV, BBC America, so your Doctor Who's, mm-hmm. or Orphan Black, or yeah, that too. Uh, BBC World News, uh, Newsy, mm-hmm. and Telemundo, but not live. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good spread. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of good stuff. Like, you're just, if you're like a big, say you're a big, like, TV aficionado, mm-hmm. you're getting most of the big channels to catch, you know, the really popular shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're getting, if you're a sports fan, that's a huge spread of sports it's channels. It's a good spread of sports channels. Well, they, yeah. That's really good. I th- do you think that this is um, another nail in the coffin of like DirecTV or like Spectrum, Spectrum or, cable, or I stuff mean, like it that? could be. Yeah. I mean, if it, if they had if they had Turner stuff on there, like Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. that probably would have done it for me. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the other that's the other channel I watch a lot of. We see a lot of that is over on the other Spect- Yeah, the other end of the thing. Other end. Of- other end of the thing because i think DirecTV has DirecTV now which is a very similar service but mm-hmm. i don't think they have the live um news yeah that this does yeah but and that's this... that and that really more than anything is the draw for me yeah like i said just about everything else you can catch yeah i mean you got all the disney stuff on there you got all the kids stuff mm-hmm. uh like i said you don't have the you don't have like the nickelodeons you don't have nickelodeon don't have cartoon network that's kind of rough i bet down the line they will yeah, they, yeah, I would imagine it, if this does well enough. As this picks up steam and rolls out in other markets, sure. I mean, it's it's definitely worth getting, especially yeah. if you're especially if you're a cord cutter or you've just been without TV like cable television for yeah. a while. And we should mention the the stations that we rolled that we mentioned are um, very specific to like the Columbus our area. Area, like yes. yeah, we punched in various zip code, and that is what you would get in our area. If you're listening to us from outside of the Marion area, 
might be your, a little different. Yeah, your, but, your selection might be different. Yeah, but it's all kind of the same sort of thing. Yeah. The, the, also, I think Showtime is an add-on. You can pay a little extra for Showtime. Which is something else you can do with Hulu, too. Yeah, you can do that. So, I mean, there are definitely options out there. There are. Uh, this is, yeah. Again, after not having live TV for the last couple of years, this might this might be an option for me. Mm-hmm. I I kind of I kind of dig it. And thirty five bucks, while it's uh, definitely more expensive than most streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and things like that, it's very tempting. I'll oh be yeah, yeah. It's not it's not outrageous. No, it's not, especially compared to like my cable bill. Yeah. So like you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know how many people are going to make the jump from having cable to not with this service, but I know, but I bet a lot of people who already don't have cable will be very interested in something like this. Oh yeah. It's definitely a supplement. Yeah. Especially like, say you've only been running with like internet for a long time. Yeah. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's it. So anyway, yeah. YouTube Red TV, not an ad, but Seems like a pretty okay idea. Oh, yeah. It definitely seems like a good service. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Speaking of shows that are on streaming services, there are some um, photographs that have popped up online for the Luke Cage Season 2 series Mm -hmm. featuring the character Misty Knight and her bionic arm, which is pretty cool. It's a thing that I didn't think was going to actually pop up in these. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the more fantastic elements uh, and the yeah. defenders, the Netflix series have all been kind of more grounded. A little, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's magic, a little Ma- bit of magic, magic. And a little bit of superhero superpowers, but for the most part, they've been very kind of down to earth kind of. Which things. is funny because of the fact that you know the Netflix series are all connected to the greater MCU. In theory, no, it's not a theory. It's it's in Daredevil they mention the they, Avengers. They mention it, but it's not like the events of the Avengers. Yeah, it's not like they're. It's not like these characters are ever going to pop up in any of the movies ever, ever, ever. No, but you know they're they're yeah. they're they're there. Yeah. But yeah, that was one thing. Like I always wondered, like when when Misty Knight popped up in Luke Cage season one, I was like, oh man, she doesn't have a robo arm. Yeah. Well, I guess now she does. I I'll be honest, I haven't watched all of the Defenders, but I guess at one point she gets her arm cut off by a hand ninja. Which I'm so glad they brought in the hand. Ah, uh, me too. That's some of the best stuff in a uh, in, in Daredevil. Daredevil season one. Yeah. But no, it's cool. It's like I said, it's interesting that they're bringing in some of the more fantastic elements and they're kind of sticking truer to the comic book roots. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because they could have very easily not done that. Yeah, it would have been super easy for them to just say, no, she's just a cop. Yeah, and that's which fine. And, and Luke Cage is pretty much what she was. And I don't think anyone would have been upset with them just saying, no, nah, she's just a, she's yeah, just a yeah, really yeah. cool, awesome cop. Uh, but now she's this cool, awesome cop with a robot arm. Okay, awesome. I dig it. Check in the box. Yeah. And Luke Cage is good. Yes. Especially that soundtrack. That is, yes. And no kidding, right? I mean, too bad. Too bad Iron Fist kind of was kind of, <sighs> Iron Fist and Daredevil season two, the non-Punisher parts were kind of the weakest of the bunch. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned for the Punisher series. Like I liked the Punisher in Daredevil season two. I'm not sure how well he's going to carry an entire series by himself. Like the Hulk, the Punisher works best when he is a supporting character. Yes. And I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Punisher fans, come fight me. I do, well, <laughs> maybe not, but I, I'm good. But no, the Punisher works best when he's working off of other characters and he just kind of pops up in the background yeah. every now and then. Other than that, you just have angry gun guy. 
Yeah, and there's there's a million movies and TV shows about Angry Gunman. So what's what's the point? <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but hey, he was popular enough, so they're gonna give it a shot. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, they all can't be golden apples. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I'm glad Marvel is getting kind of the stinkers out of the way on their Netflix series mm-hmm. instead of their movies. Mm, yeah. Freely admitting that some of the movies are weaker than the than others. Oh, I'll admit but, that too. But for the most part, they're all pretty good. Oh, yeah. So Even the weaker ones are good. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So. Just not great. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of not great superhero movies, <sighs> a while back, uh, we ran a news uh, brief about how they were going to spin off the Harley Quinn character into her own film. And there was a lot of talk that it was going to be a Gotham City Sirens movie and we were all very excited gotham city sirens was a comic that came out what was it, about five years ago would you say oh it's even older than that older than that see so, time time the, for me is well here's very the thing weird. the sirens have come in and out as yeah. far as dc comic continuity goes the yeah the whole thing is it's a it's a three-woman team of catwoman poison ivy and harley quinn basically being awesome lady vigilantes or sometimes sometimes heroes sometimes villains well, also sometimes Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and um, Huntress. Sometimes. It really depends. Either way, it's three DC female characters, typically either Mm anti-hero, villainy, or hero characters. Yeah, being badass. Yeah. Just being awesome. And I would would have loved to see a movie, a live action. Also, sometimes they go by Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey are like the hero versions, kind of. Sometimes. Members come in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, point being... A movie of that concept would have been excellent because uh, Margot Robbie was probably one of she the best. She was great. Par- she was one of the best parts of Suicide Squad, which admittedly was not very good. No, but she she was a standout. She did a very good job as Harley Quinn, and I think and she would have done even better if she wasn't attached to the Joker. Which leads us to our news point: they have scrapped the Gotham City Sirens in favor of a Joker origin movie guest starring Harley Quinn with Jared Leto. And boy, oh boy, there are two things I don't want. More Jared Leto Joker and the origins of the Joker. Which origin? (laughs) Pick the worst one. That's the one they'll go with. Even in the comics, the Joker makes a point that he doesn't even know his own origin. The Joker doesn't need an origin. Exactly. He doesn't... They've tried. They've tried multiple times. There's the Red Hood origin. There's the the theory in um, Dark Knight that the Joker was a, a a soldier from Afghanistan that was scarred up and had like was anti you know very jaded because mm-hmm. of the God. I lost the tra- the the train on that thought. Oh well, whatever. There are a lot of different theories of the Joker's the Red Hood one being the most canonically accepted yeah but that's not the one they'll go with on the on nope. film because it's goofy yeah yeah i'm so angry right now actually yeah it's not gonna be good i don't want more jared leto joker jared i don't Le- want it jared leto was one of the worst parts of that movie oh yeah 90 percent of the internet agrees yeah but he's signed a contract he's gonna be a, he has to be in x amount of movies i don't care he's an awful looking joker He's an he was an awful acting Joker. Yeah, even if they took away made, all the tattoos, took away all the tattoos and made him look like the Joker, he still be a garbage Joker. It was not good. He is the weakest Joker of them all. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, I I agree. But 
What are you going to do? I mean, I understand not everybody can be Mark Hamill, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a shame that we could have had a chance to have a um, film led by strong female characters, much like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. set in the DC Universe, and really just knock it out of the park. Because again, Margot Robbie was a great Harley Quinn. They could have found a, a really good Catwoman, a really good Poison Ivy. Could have been an excellent movie, and instead we had to roll back to this. Hell, I would have taken another Suicide Squad movie over Joker Origins featuring Harley. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, Harley is a good enough character. You don't need to constantly attach her to the Joker. Despite the Joker being integral to her origin, origin and being having the two characters attached at the hip for so long, uh, based out of the Batman the Animated Series, yes. I think these days she works best as a character who has realized that she was in an abusive relationship with a psychopath and is broken away from it and started doing her own thing. The uh, Amanda Connor, Jimmy Palmiotti uh, ongoing series that DC has been putting Which out. Which is great. Has been excellent. And it's been dealing with a lot of those themes and it's super, super good. And it just kills me that the movie that the mainstream interpretation of the character that we're getting is I, I need my know, pudding. Yeah, that's I hate that. I hate, I it hate so that much. so yeah. much. It makes me angry. It's a after the, such a strong step up from the Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. This is a slap in the face and a huge step backwards. It shows that Warner Brothers and DC don't know what they're doing. They're just flying. Yeah, they're just flying. So blind. it's like Wonder Woman got good by default or by accident. Yeah, that's it's seeming to. Be well, I, I don't way. want to say by accident because Gal Gadot was amazing. The directing was awesome. The story was pretty good for ninety percent of the film. The fact that one that Warner Brothers was had cast the film the way they did mm-hmm. and uh, found the director that they did and had the script that they did that was the accident. Yes, everything else was great. Everything else was on purpose and super great. And I don't want to take away from that. No, no. But the fact that Warner Brothers. It just happened to have that kind of confluence of things pop up was totally a fluke. We could be wrong. Justice League is going to be coming out here in a couple months. November. November. Yeah, a couple months. That could be good. The more previews I, f- I see for Justice League, I get a little more excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think Cyborg looks like crap. Well, yeah. God, he looks so bad. It's rough. It's really bad CG. It. Yeah. I really hope they clean that up because it just looks out of place. Yeah, he it looks, looks like, he it, looks like a cartoon character. It looks more, more out so of, than the others. It looks more out of place than the Flash's stupid armor. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually kind of excited for Aqua Bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, no, Aquaman's <laughs> going to be the best part of that movie. I bet. I, I think Aquaman and Wonder Woman are probably going to be the real big standouts. Oh yeah, I really hope yep, so. I agree. I agree. Let's see. <sighs> Do we want to talk about more uh, superhero movie news? Talk yeah, about sure. That Hellboy why not? Thing. Yeah, yeah. There was um, so they're doing a Hellboy uh, reboot movie. Which is fine. I really love the character. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's a shame that none of the original actors are going to be back for it because Ron Perlman was an excellent oh, boy. But I love Ron. I, Perlman. I understand they're going to go in a different direction. They're going to just kind of reboot the line and just start it fresh. There was an actor. Let me look up the name of the actor. Josh, you, you vamp while I'm yeah looking up. I'll tell you. I think it's going to be be a bit, a bit of a big shame because mm-hmm. they're not going to have like the art direction of like Del Toro's personal touch. Mm-hmm. which really lends itself to that universe, I think. Yeah. Like with, you know, because I, I I love the Hellboy comics and I mm-hmm. love Mike, Mike Magolia's like, you know, art. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's like going to be like on set for this. Like I'm, he is, I am like, excited for that. Yeah. 
and that's cool. Anyway, here I found the uh, the the um, names and stuff. There is a character named uh, Ben Damayo. I think that's how you say it. Damayo. Damayo. Yeah. Like a Japanese warlord D-A-I-M-I-O. thing. A I M I O. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a character from Hellboy. He's um, Asian American. Yes. And they he's going to be featured in the new Hellboy movie, and he was um, cast recently. Actor uh, Ed Screen was going to be the character. Yeah. He is a white British guy. Mm-hmm. And there was starting to be rumblings of, oh, no, they're whitewashing characters again, like the Ghost in the Shell and like every other movie. And he, this uh, uh, Screen did something that uh, was a little unexpected. He actually, once he realized, once he discovered that the character was originally Asian American, he backed out of the project. He was like, no, I don't want to be part of this you know that's it's not right find an actor to fill the role that is right for the role don't just put me in because you know he's popular and yeah i mean he's a good actor and is he i don't know what he's from uh, i've seen a few things where he's kind of popped up i don't think i've ever seen anything he was like like really stood out in but Mm. i've seen things he's been a part of and he's okay but yeah it's really surprising like a lot of a lot of actors probably wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. They would have just, you know, you know, rode the line and collected their their got comp- their paycheck and, yeah. and and moved on. But no, this is this is kind of good. Yeah, I th- I think it's a um a a Hollywood culture step in the right direction. It's very kind of. I'm a little more cynical. I think that he doesn't want to be the, the bad press. He doesn't want the bad press, and if he has to take a hit on this and save a little face. In order to get into another, I mean, and you could be pretty and, quick, and you could be completely correct. You know yeah, I mean? um, either way, it's a good, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, because there are enough actors these days. If the role calls for a certain ethnicity, it could be done. I mean, this isn't the this isn't the nineteen forties and fifties yeah. where all the actors are white people. Yeah, it you can go to Hollywood, throw a rock, and you can find the right. You know, oh, the I right know. race, the right background uh, to fill the roles for your film, especially when it comes to adaptations of previously established, yeah, you know, franchises. So I don't know. It's interesting. It I'll, I'll say that it's it's culturally interesting. Yeah, it is. I okay. mean, I, I don't want to like you know, uh, give it sway, but at least Ghost in the Shell explained it a little bit. Yeah, it's still not great. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving them props, but at least it, it's explained in the film. Well, that's good at least. But they could have. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, they could have done better. Is what I'm they could have done better. They could have done better. And this is this is a slight step in the right direction of people doing better. And that makes me feel all right. Yeah, I'm okay with it. All right. All right. Um, got some game stuff. Do you want to talk about some game stuff? Yeah, let's talk about some game stuff. Okay. Uh, Feel that Cody roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Super Nintendo Classic. Did you get one? Yes. I did not. Well, I got one pre-order. I haven't gotten it. <laughs> yeah. But you got the pre-order, so you, yeah. You, Hopefully I lucky, get one. Lucky dog. Hopefully I get one. Yeah, because they've been I, canceling them, haven't they? Uh, well, it depends. Um, a while back, a few months ago, uh, Walmart was taking pre-orders on them. For, for one night, and then... Had hold. to Im- immediately resend that. Yeah. This was the like the first actual official mass pre-order yeah of this of the nas class and by the way nintendo i love you 
They're doing a bad. What are you doing? They're, you're you're they're, doing it again. They're doing a bad job. They are. They're doing a bad job. It's just between switches and amiibos and everything. Mm-hmm. If it's not on the 3DS, you can't find it. Yeah, yeah. They, they they did a bad, and I understand. From what I understand, these the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic, they're loss leaders. They they're breaking between licensing of the third party games and the cost of parts. They're breaking even on these. Like they're selling them basically at cost for the most part. And yes, they're they're using it as a way as a means for people to be talking about Nintendo for their other releases. They did that with the NES. They released that about a month before the Switch. It got people talking about the Switch. And I I imagine there are at least there is a, at least a small percentage of people that picked up the Switch or got interested in the Switch or became aware of the Switch based on talk drummed up from the NES Classic. They're doing the same thing right before the Christmas season with Super Mario Odyssey. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah, I I truly believe that that's what this is. But it doesn't mean that they can't just produce more if they're not losing any money yeah print make more of them yeah it, it <laughs> will print money people want them yes people people still want the nes classic mm-hmm. and i understand that you can you can get the same experience out of raspberry Pis and emulators and things like That's that what i'm probably going to do yes but you know part of me is like i really want it yeah i mean i do want it especially since i'm getting Star Fox 2 yeah, which was this is the first actual official release of that game mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, although it's going to end up online in like ten seconds after, so as soon as someone I buys one, cracks it open, and and gets the ROM out of it. I, yeah, I and I understand happen. that. Yeah, but it again and Nintendo after after the 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 huge spit in the face that the NES Classic was mm-hmm. with allocations and everything. Nintendo said, "We're sorry, we'll do better in the future." Well, guess what? They're not You're doing not. better. They're not doing better in the future. And okay, this isn't Nintendo's thing, and we're getting close to wrapping up. But I just got to say this: companies like uh, Best Buy and GameStop that uh, put up their pre-orders and immediately shut them down, but then opened up pre-orders where you have to bundle it with like three or four of their back stock, like stupid statues or garbage like that for like three hundred dollars. That's wrong and bad, and I hate it. Oh yeah, they were doing the same thing. Like uh, I think either GameStop or Think no, it's GameStop was doing it with the switches. Yeah, it's because they have their Think Geek and Think Geek has a bunch of back stock that they want to get rid of, and they know that people are going to pay out the nose for these switches. That's why why in the why in the hell would I need a bust of Mega Man's helmet? I mean, it's kind of cool, but I don't need it, and I don't want to have to spend three hundred dollars to get something I don't I super don't want and don't need to get. Also, a uh, sixty or eighty dollar peripheral. Yeah, peripheral. Yeah, it's stupid. It's dumb. It, it is. And I hate stu- it. It is stupid. And it is dumb. And I am. I'm really disappointed in a lot of the the culture when it comes to these limited allocation things. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah. I don't understand why we can't just meet the demand. Yeah. It's unless the unless Nintendo is taking such a huge hit producing these things, I can't see them doing that. No. Then it's literally going to print money. Just make more of them. It's literally going to print money. Yeah. You're putting a you're putting an emulator inside a case that looks like a small Nintendo. Everyone's going to want it. Everyone does want it. Yes, yes, everyone does want it. Everyone still wants it. So, yeah. It's <sighs> I don't know. You're just a lucky dog for getting one. I'm not going to get one. I will never see one of them in 
real life. Yes, you will. In a store. Well, I'll, I'll come over to your house and, and we'll play it. We'll, we'll hang out and play it, but I'll never see, I will never see one like in a store somewhere. They're always going to be sold out. No. Guaranteed. And it's, and it's a shame. Yeah. Especially after they killed the NES classic so quick after it came out that there was like hurts. two or three waves and then Nintendo's like, uh, we're not making any more. We're done. Yeah. It's, it's, it's done. And yeah, if you want us to go online, they're still available. You can go online and get them for like 600 bucks off eBay. Scalpers. Yeah. yeah. And that's garbage too. Yeah. I did like how a lot of the uh, pre-order, um, the companies have been like limiting like the pre-orders to like one or yes. two. I think one has been like the standard. Well, And yeah. that's good. It's kind of cutting down on scalpers a little bit. And that's, that's good. Because the NES Classic, I think people were like pre-ordering like five at a time. Yeah. And. Which is uh, bull. That, that is awful too. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us all the time and get all of us all the likes and the thumbs up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio. We are on Twitter at nerd underscore overload. You can email us staff at nerdoverload.com. Uh, iTunes and Stitcher. You can listen to the show over there and you can find all of our back log episodes you can also find us on youtube at nerd overload tv that's right and you can also uh, tune into our twitch channel nerd overload live there's got to be an easier way for us to say all this stuff i know right (laughs) every week i think there's got to be an easier way for us to say all this stuff but anyway thank you very much for tuning in we will be back next week happy labor day pizza out i was gonna say pizza out you stepped on my toes Ah, i got it